Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Sorry this one is a little bit late, but if you have been keeping an eye on uh, What Culture Wrestling or Defiant, which is their wrestling promotion, you may have discovered that uh, a week on Saturday, I am actually going to be debuting for them in their Defiant Rumble. So, that's April 28th as I'm recording this is a week on Saturday. You can actually watch it if you like on the Fight TV app or Defiant Access, which is a Defiant streaming service. Um, yeah, so basically what I had to do is... I had to go do a lot of wrestling to get ready for it. I did five hours of wrestling today, just going over uh, Royal Rumble stuff. So that's where I was, in case you were wondering, where the hell is the podcast? Now you know, so we're 24 hours delayed. I'm still going to smash another one out this week. Don't worry about it, it's going to happen. Maybe an NXT special or something, because I want to talk about that TakeOver show. Anyway, there is stuff to talk about, because we are only a few days removed uh, from the Superstar Shake-Up. And I'm honoured and pleasured to say that I do have a patron on, which is, again, always blows my mind when someone pledges to, to that. But he's come on the podcast with my man Pierre. Yeah, Pierre, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. That well, was a great intro. Well, I tried. Maybe maybe feel like a king. Well, that's what I like to do, man. That's what I, if anyone comes on my podcast, <laughs> I like them to go away thinking, man, I feel like royalty now. Um, so, <laughs> of course, of course, of course, man. I don't want you to feel anything else. Now, like, we are going to get into the Superstar Shake Up. We're going to get into Raw. We're going to get into SmackDown. Uh, we're going to do all of that. Uh, but before we get there, though, you know, I always like to get sort of a... Uh, and I will say as well, like, if you want to come on Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Simon316 and you can come and join the show. I love talking to you all. I always find it fascinating. And yeah, that's why I want to talk to you a little bit. But, I mean, tell me about your own wrestling love affair. Where did it start? How did you get into it? I mean, you know, what's, the, what's your kind of uh, your background when it comes to pro wrestling? Right. So it, around, I want to say like 2009, I started watching it. I was in... At middle school, maybe. Okay. I'm 21 now, so oh I don't gosh, know. I'm so old. When that was. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. It was around the time the Miz was going for the WWE Championship. I think. So that's 2011, uh, right? I, I watched. Think. Oh, I definitely. Okay, I definitely watched it during that period because I also remember Batista's heel run. Uh, I remember watching WrestleMania 25 with uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. That match. Oh man. That, that was something else. How long had you been watching when you saw that match? Or had you been into it quite a while by then? Um, well, I so I'm kind of like the last guy. So I had watched it, and then I don't know when, but I just fell off. And then I didn't watch it for like a long time. So, so even watching WrestleMania 25, I think that was just like out of nowhere, just like a whim after years of not watching it. Oh, wow. So you came and back then, to that? Yeah. And then I stopped watching it after that for some reason. Because <laughs> you knew you'd peaked, man. You knew you'd peaked. Oh, like, there's nothing, there's not, there's nothing the I pinnacle. can do. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I came back last Backlash, so Backlash 2017. And that was when I, I like full on came back in. And I've just been watching Defiant Wrestling. I've been, I've been going, going crazy with it. <laughs> Are you into everything then? WWE, indie wrestling, everything you got? Yeah, yeah. I try to look for all of it. Oh man! So like outside of, I mean, would you call yourself a WWE guy, or you know, how do you how do you kind of see yourself when it comes to that kind of thing? So, if if there's anything, I would say I'm an NXT guy. Okay. Because I feel like that's just my favorite shit. Um, in terms of well, New Japan, I watch like a lot of the the matches individually, but um, I don't have new new uh, Japan World, so I don't. I don't watch it week by week, but uh, I watch it when I can, like the big matches especially. Uh, I don't watch much of Ring of Honor, but I've seen a few matches. I saw the the Young Bucks and Flip Gordon uh, versus uh, SoCal or Uncert, whatever the, uh, the uh, team <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apologies for that. But <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, just like finding random matches online. I watch a lot of Defiant Wrestling. I like Ricochet and Will Ospreay. Those are probably two of my... my uh, favorites outside of the wwe yeah. I, I don't think you're alone Lots with that man yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay that's cool so i, I mean I, I, this question's always a bit of a loaded question who are the guys i, I don't like saying who is your favorite wrestler but like, who are the guys that kept you engaged who are the guys 
that you know always pop into your mind when talking about professional wrestling or if you talk to a mate or someone and say like, who are you into like you know obviously you've mentioned will osprey you mentioned ricochet is anybody else oh man triple h yes that yes man, he's <laughs> such he's such a douche but it is so great yeah everything it's so it's so entertaining i agree man i've always liked him like i get i get a lot of stick for that all the time i like him i like him. <laughs> look i don't have to worry about backstage politics i'm some dude living in england <laughs> i mean is it a problem potentially but it don't affect my life so exactly uh, yeah, no, and also man, i mean someone like triple h to me is and i don't want to talk about you know how these people get there but if, if someone said draw a professional wrestler I would draw Triple H. That's who I would that, draw. Yes. <laughs> that man, oh, whenever he did the entrance with the... <sighs> I could do the, do the mist thing now because I, I was just practicing that so much. Cause I was like, I need to be able to just spew out mist at, at any time. <laughs> exactly. So I learned right. how to do that. And I like yeah. it. Absolutely. I mean, in the shower, right? Put some of that water in your oh. mouth and just spit it everywhere. <laughs> in the shower, when I'm out playing soccer, whatever I'm doing, if I have water in my mouth, I can just... <laughs> not on people though that'd be rude no that would be rude well you could you could you could fly <laughs> as you go um if i was a heel if i was a heel then uh, yeah, of course. yeah exactly of course man okay so i mean so now you you feel like because we always say when, when we have people on everyone seems to go through this sort of mini sort of escapades you get into wrestling and you love it and then you vanish for a while you know that does seem to be a thing but do you feel now after you had your break you've come back and that's it now you're going to be a lifer Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. Though. But I also think I really do think why that happens is I think it's an age thing, but I also think it's just so accessible now in terms of you know, you've got the network, YouTube is just you know social media, all that kind of stuff. It's so easy to watch wrestling these days that you know I actually think it was harder sort of back in the day to. But once you fall into it, that's it. There's so much stuff you can watch. I think it's easy just to go. This is it now. This is just a hobby that I've got. As soon as you enter the maze, there's no getting out. <laughs> exactly. Once you once you fall out and then fall fall right back in, then you're just you're just lost because there's stuff every day. There's always news stories. There's always stuff going on backstage, front stage, side stage, another dimension stage. <laughs> exactly right. Lots of it's, it's wild. <laughs> have you ever have you been to any events or anything like that? Have you checked out any uh, more shows? No. No, I haven't. I want to sometime this year. I don't know. I don't know when. I don't know how. I don't know why. But Somehow, at some yeah. point, where are you based yeah. in? Uh, North Carolina in Charlotte. Oh wow, yeah, Hardy Boys territory. Oh, oh yeah, Rick Flair yeah. territory. I oh, say. actually, I have a great. I I've never told this story to anyone because no one no one cared. <laughs> <laughs> I care. Uh, I so care. So I man. was flying back uh, from Atlanta, I think, and guess who was on my flight? young jeff hardy incredible man this was this was like a couple years ago yeah uh i was sitting on a bench like right across from him well no not right across it was like side to side but it was probably like 10 20 feet away from him i kept looking at him and i was like i can't do it (laughs) i can't do it did you do it and then i saw and then when the car pulled up it was his wife and his entire family with like their uh dog in there and i was like oh yep i can't i, I can't i can't go up now. <laughs> it was it was over but yeah he was he was a big dude i was like oh surprised because he He's looked like, so 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 small compared to everyone else do you mean like height wise or uh more like more like thickness oh really <laughs> interesting well because like, i don't, I don't, I don't well, no, that, well, i know what you mean i know what you mean because yeah, I, I was surprised yeah. like uh so I, I didn't think matt hardy was a tall guy but he's like six one which is not, oh, like, wow. it's not, it's not like super tall for a wrestler. But yeah. I was, they, were always, they were always portrayed as these high flies. So I thought he was going to be like 5'10 or something like that. Yeah. So I was actually yeah. quite surprised. Huh. Uh, that's good though. That's I mean, sometimes it is best not to chat to wrestlers. I always, yeah. I always tell the story when I saw Scott Steiner and I went and talked to him. A huge mistake. <laughs> he just ran at me like a crazy person. Oh, so, no. Yeah, never, never don't. If you see Scott Steiner, don't talk to him. He may run at you. <laughs> I I love watching videos of him just talking just the not the most nonsense. He, he is he's nonsense, it, but hey man, he's very entertaining. It is, so it's oh it's 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 brilliant. I love it. It is right. So let's move on to uh, let's move on to Monday wrestling. Um, we had the superstar shakeup. We will get into it. We'll be specific with it. But as a general, uh, you know, as a general rule of thumb, looking at both rosters now. Are you happy with it? Are you sad with it? Do you think they did too much? Did they not do enough? Is there anything that surprised you? You know, how are you feeling about Raw and SmackDown at the moment? Um, I'm extremely excited about SmackDown for sure, but on Raw, uh, I still love Braun Strowman. I think the Nicholas thing was, uh, I, I love that so much. I, I know people hated that. But... It's so hard for me, man. It's so hard uh, for me because as a fan, 
I loved it, but as like a wrestling critic, I'm like, it's awful. So it's kind of like, it's so hard, but I, every time I think about it, I laugh. So it's difficult for me to say I didn't like it because I did. Yeah. For me, what I was always thinking of was it, it felt like it was kind of hard to get the bar back over as being like a big group. So I just thought, just just blow it up and just restart, really. Yeah, well, so. I, I think that's why it's good they went to SmackDown. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, the only thing I worry about is it has left the Raw... We'll start here. Screw it. I think it has left the Raw Tag Team Division in a worse state. And I think that's a problem because, like you said, regardless, what, regardless what you think about the Nicholas thing, it was almost like a reset. And as much as I like a team like Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, which we'll talk about later, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't believe that's long for this world. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is a short-term oh, thing. Yeah. So they're going to go away. So they're not a tag team. Who else did we get? The Ascension, Brizango. I love those teams, but they are not teams that WWE believes in because we know that's the case because we've seen how we've treated them. So and oh, yeah. a lot of people go, well, the Authors of Pain. Look, the Authors of Pain are great, but they are not... They've got Now they're on the main roster. They've now got to find their place again. They're not the bar. The bar are a very, very good tag team. Maybe a little bit uh, lost in the shuffle because they had nothing to do, but they were a very, very good tag team. Um. So that's my only worry. My only worry about that shift, I like the bar going to SmackDown because I think it definitely strengthens up SmackDown's tag team division, but I'm a little worried about what we do with Raw in that sense. I don't know which teams we're going with. I like Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. I like that. I Hopefully they're going to win the belts. But even the Revival feel a little bit, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, just sort of past it. Not past it, but just not exciting. Bland. Yeah, bland because of how they've been used. So... Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Where, but what would you like to see them do? I guess is the question I'm trying to get at. <laughs> um, I I want to see the revival really like emerge where they should be, where they should have been for a while. Yeah, just at the at the top of the the uh, the tag team card at at least. But I think Brand Brand Matt, that's a good tag team it'll be nice to see what they do i i think it's kind of it's kind of weird hearing bray say wonderful because it doesn't sound as nice as matt's yeah. <laughs> i don't know if that's just me but <laughs> i'm just like eh, okay bro <laughs> what but what did you know about woken matt hardy before he um, arrived Wait, did, did you know about the tna stuff or i i knew about it i really i haven't seen like the ultimate deletion or was that the final one? Whichever oh, one. I get confused. Yeah, I get confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I haven't seen anything in terms of like matches or anything. It was really just maybe a funny clip here or there. That's a, that's a, that's about it. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think about the the Woken universe and the WWE? Because I still stand by the fact that it hasn't been explained very well. It is just there. Do you like it? Do you not like it? It's so at first I hated it. I was like what is going on here <laughs> why are there lawns of mowers and chains of, what is but but then at some point it just it just clicked and everything he says is just perfect yeah hearing him on the edge and christian podcast was <laughs> he, he mean, was in character and then he'd switch attic oh, he, his, his 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 character work is just incredible i mean I think it is when he was wrestling for uh, you know WCPW before it became defiant, and yeah, the, I said to him beforehand. Obviously, off camera, he was just being Matt Hardy, and I said to him like, "What do you want to do on camera?" And he just looked me dead in the eye and went, "Yeah, I want to be really weird." And I went, "That's no problem, Matt. We can, <laughs> we can do that." So I massively respect what he's done with that character, um, and I, I honestly think they should win the tag team championships. I don't know how most people yeah. feel about that, but to me, they're the only team right now. They're over. People like them. There's an interesting dynamic there. I think it's the way to go. For sure, for sure. They can build the Hardy compound and they can build off of that with the tag titles. Yeah, exactly. And now Jeff Hardy's gone to SmackDown. And look, we're going to kind of throw this around as we go just because there's easy segues to make. I really liked Jeff Hardy winning the Universal, Universal, the United States title <laughs> oh, from Jinder. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I really liked that. And I'm, I was a bit worried they're going to move Seth Rollins, but I actually much prefer Jeff Hardy on SmackDown because I think he can be a bigger yes. star there. There's, there's, sort oh, of more, yes. there's more room to breathe. I really liked that. I thought that was a really good move. Uh, and I actually don't even mind Jinder Mahal going to Raw. Like, I'm, nope. I'm not a huge Jinder Mahal fan, but I will say that everything WWE's done in the last 12 months has now, it's got in me. I now see him as a bigger star than I did originally. So, yeah. You know, but well, well, actually, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Talk, talk to me about Jeff Hardy, because I'm going to guess you're a fan. And, oh. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, I'm not. So go on, man. Oh, uh, I'm not, I'm not a, like a huge fan of him, but like. <clears throat> But, but like growing up, I definitely 
I always saw him with the face paint on, and I was like, man, he is he is wild. That yeah. was that was always what what I thought. He is just a wild man, jumping off of everything and just doing all sorts of stuff that I would just never do. But it, uh, yeah, I uh, it, it was him. It was Batista. I loved everything about Batista. He was just a beast and just just destroyed. <laughs> really? Why? Why? I, what was it he liked? Uh, he was he was huge. Yep. I was a Vince sort of guy. Yes, I, I, like, I like this, man, because I am too. Like, I love what wrestling has become nowadays. I really do. However, and this is the weirdest sentence that I, I'm going to get. I get it, whatever. But I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for a big guy, right? I'm a sucker for a big guy. I love a big guy. I just do. I like a big guy. Yeah. I, I warm to it's, them. There's it's more believable. Like, exactly. 100%, man. So I completely... Uh, I, can, uh, I also like when you meet them as well, and you're like, oh, my flipping days. You're a humongous. <laughs> Where sometimes... So go on, man. I saw Seamus in the Atlanta airport, and he. This was before the Mohawk and everything, uh, and I was like, "That man is—is is that really Seamus? He's just standing in the middle of the of the hallway. Actually, people were like trying to walk around him. He was just chilling in the middle. No one's looking at him. Nothing. Yeah. And like this was back when I was watching this. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> should I go? Should I not?" And then that time I was like, "He's probably gonna throw me through a wall or something." <laughs> so I got too scared. <laughs> uh, was how t- he's quite tall, isn't he? He's taller than you think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. He's definitely tall. Yeah, because I met Randy Orton years ago. Oh my god. Oh my god. You do not <laughs> understand how tall Randy Orton is. I met, I met him and Wade Barrett, and you're like, fucking hell. You two are so tall. It is. Re- I felt like a, a shrimp. It was horrible. Oh, that, oh that, that's tragic. It's just crazy. So anyway, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I do like Jeff Hardy, A, being a United States champion, and also going to SmackDown. Oh, yeah. That's a great move. Amazing move. Yeah, I think so. I, I really do think that... I mean, say what you want about Jeff Hardy's personal life. Nothing to do with me. But I really do think that... Um, He's, he, he connects with the crowd, right? The crowd always liked him. So mm-hmm. I, I honestly believe, because like I say, I do think there's more space to breathe on SmackDown just because of the way that it's designed and set up, that I think really there's probably a world championship, uh, at least a program in his future. And I think the fans will dig that. I'm not the biggest Jeff Hardy guy ever, but I like him. Uh, and I think that's the right thing to do. And I think splitting the Hardy boys up at this juncture is also the right thing to do. So I think that was a good move. It was all good all around. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely a fan of, and I'm excited to see where he goes because he could really he could go really to the ceiling, and I don't think anyone's gonna be like this is this makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. I, I think people want it as well, don't they? Which always helps in pro wrestling. Yeah. When actually people want that, you can get away with murder, and we will use that to segue <laughs> into Jinder Mahal because people didn't want that, <laughs> and then people got mad. However, you're watching Raw. The show starts. Kurt Angle comes out. He introduces Jinder. What's your first reaction to it? Because I genuinely thought to myself, you know what? That's a really good move. I was I was very happy because I'd much rather see him at some random point in three hours as opposed to a big old segment with him and yeah. so, and like Samoa Joe or something on SmackDown. I'll be like, oh, that doesn't. I yeah. don't want to see this. No, and also, I didn't want to see that Randy Orton uh, gender program again. No, I, was, I was done with that. Like, no. we, we, we... <laughs> I saw my one-year anniversary watching the same exact match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Different... <laughs> Come on now. No, that's poor. I mean, I, it, it, it also, the other thing, I mean, you tell me what you thought of this, because I genuinely don't know. I didn't pick up on this at the time. This was me listening to the Wrestling Observer after the fact. Obviously, we had a backstage segment where Jinder Mahal got interrupted. I mean, he's going to, you know, we have, so let, me, let, me, let me back up here a bit. So Jinder Mahal fought uh, Jeff Hardy for the United States Championship because Kurt Angle said, yeah, you're on Raw now. We, we expect competition. He won, which is the right thing to do. Fans loved it. Then he goes backstage and no way Jose comes up. <laughs> And dances away with Rene Young. Now, I thought that was very funny. I liked it. But are we going into a No Way Jose Jinder Mahal feud? Because I took it as just a little skit that was funny. What did That's you... what I took it as, too. Yeah, so you don't think it's a feud, right? Because I didn't think that at all. I, I thought it was just like a way to get more exposure for, uh, for uh, No Way Jose. I didn't see them having a few <laughs> if Jinder tries to go beat his ass off of that <laughs> that would be a weak ass feud well I, I, well, I can't well we've, we've seen worse but yeah you're right yeah that's um, true. <laughs> but if that was I thought this was the start of a little skit so I, now I assume no way Jose will do it next week and the week after that he'll just that would be pop, that would be fantastic because I don't I just don't think no way I'm not saying I like no way Jose I think he actually could be quite a decent a solid mid-carder because he's fun 
But I don't think a Jinder Mahal, no way Jose feud right now is what anybody asked for or needs. It's my, <laughs> no it's, it's my no gut way, feeling. Well, yeah, no way, exactly. Uh, you, meant, <laughs> you mentioned you're an NXT guy. What's your, been, what's your, uh, your opinion of him been? Um, he's been like, okay. Like I've seen him just as a mid-carder, like you were saying, just a fun mid-carder. It's like, oh, there's no way Jose. Nice. But past that, I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to see like you versus Aleister Black for the champion. That, that would be a weird feud. All of his happy shit, and then Alistair Black's. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. That would be. <laughs> I kind of want to see it now. Well, there you go. Yeah, you've, you've, you've talked yourself into a it. Weird dynamic. You've worked yourself into a shoot, brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I don't know what they're doing with that. Um, I, let's focus more on, on sort of people that shifted elsewhere. I mean, it, we, we kind of learned early on that The Miz was going back to SmackDown, which I think was mm-hmm. utterly essential just because of everything with Daniel Bryan. I think people needed, they need that feud after everything that happened last year. Um, and obviously we had that Miz TV segment uh, where, you know, we found out that he's leaving and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come back to Raw. You know, we had, we had a lot going on and I actually, I liked all of this. I mean, you know, if you want to, pick holes in it yeah sure why all of a sudden does Stephanie man have the power when six weeks ago Kurt Angle had all the power but whatever <laughs> it's wrestling um but I actually thought all this shifts I like Miz on Smackdown I like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn back on Raw I thought everyone here like I felt like a big deal maybe slightly worried that the Miz Taraj aren't going with the Miz because I feel mm. like they're good as a team I don't know if they're yeah. actually going to be pushed but again man where you know as this is going on do you like this do you not like this how you feeling uh I I like the direction that I think it was it, it was weird when uh, Stephanie just randomly had a power trip and just overrided Kurt Angle. But I was like, all right, guess we're doing that. Yeah. But with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, I love both of theirs. <laughs> I didn't think Sami Zayn could be such a good heel, but he's just he just he just irks me so much because he's so he's he's like the happy go lucky douchey frat boy. It's oh, just his his like character is great with that. But um, I like all the who else moved besides Sammy. Uh, so it's Sammy Zayn, Kevin Owens, and the Miz going the other side. Oh, the Miz, right, right, the Miz. Yeah, I love, I love everything about the Miz. Even really? back then, yes, because he's because he pisses me off, and I'm like, that's that, that's what I want. I want someone. If you're gonna be a heel, like. Even though now recently I'm like, dude, you have a kid now. You're like, you're like doing great. I want to see you succeed, but like, <clears throat> I don't know. He's he's always been uh, somebody that I always respected at the very least for like, especially with his promos and his promo on uh, Talking Smack where he just got super blood red. Yeah, that was that was incredible. Do you want to see you him know? go against Daniel Bryan? Because I couldn't believe it. Like. Nah, I couldn't believe it's a bit strong, but yeah, I was listening to Meltzer talk about it, and Meltzer was all like, I don't really want to see that feud. I was like, I do. <laughs> I want to see <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. I'm well into that. Well, the thing about Daniel Bryan for me is I kind of I kind of miss the whole yes movement. Yeah. And like, I see it, and like, it's cool and all, and I, I really like him wrestling, but I don't have that extra connection with him to where I'm like, oh, this is like the greatest thing ever. But I've I definitely want to see it for sure, and I think that the promos that the Miz is gonna cut on Daniel Bryan and vice versa is would be like great enough on its own. Yeah, I, 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 and I believe both of them. Feud. That's the best thing. I believe everything that either one of them says. Oh because, yeah. You yeah. know, when the Miz is on, I don't care. He's a great promo, and you know, Daniel Bryan is the best at cutting a babyface promo. He just, it just, <laughs> it is. He's just awesome. Yeah. Um, but no, I like it. I, I, I really want to see. I mean, I actually think at the moment, given the main event scene, well, I don't know because we moved to Samoa Joe, which we're going to talk to in a second. But I mean, what do you want? Do you want Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as a tag team? Do you want them as singles? I kind of want them as a tag team for what we talked about earlier. But then it depends what the universal title picture is now that we've moved Samoa Joe around. I mean, I think I don't know. I don't know what the best thing to do with them because obviously they can be great single stars. But I feel like maybe we do need tag teams at the moment. I think what I think tag team is the right decision for that because there's one person just still looming after after WrestleMania and that's Braun Strowman. Yeah, and I think him versus Roman Reigns. I oh, I want to see that so much. For the, I think because they're just gonna they're just gonna bang it out. Absolutely, and I think if, once you put the Universal Title in there as well. That gives you. Oh, yeah. We didn't have that last time, did we? So I think you know, introducing that universal title all of a sudden makes it more interesting again. 
And that's what I think they're going to do. I think that's why Samoa Joe moved. Look at these segues are perfect. But I think that's why, because I thought they looked at it and go, well, Samoa Joe can be an awesome heel on SmackDown. Probably win the world title at some stage, which will send me ballistic. Oh, I hope so. Oh, man, can you imagine? But also, exactly, after the Greatest Raw Rumble and Backlash, that opens up some Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman for the title. And right now, I think that's what we need to be. I don't think we need to wait any longer for that. I actually think they would be doing a disservice for the fans, given how they feel about Strowman. That would be incredible. I... I really hope that they do something with Roman. I, I, I personally always liked him. Yeah. Just from what I've seen, because I haven't seen him at the main event of like the other WrestleManias, but just seeing from from Backlash last year to now, I've I've always liked him. But I feel feel like him as a heel could just be so it, it could just work. It's not even that he's not a heel now. It's more like I just want to see him be more of a prick basically i do i mean i don't know what they're gonna do i think at this stage you know i, I mean we all want to see it but you you know there's, it's kind of that whole long in the tooth are they actually going to do it now yeah you know do we believe but i think you're right man i think sometimes he does things and i'm like it's there man i can see it especially because um uh, the raw finished with the 10-man tag match didn't it yeah it did yeah um, yeah. And everybody, even with people like Bobby Lashley in there, and we had an arriving Bobby Roode, but everybody wanted to see Braun Strowman. That's who everybody wanted to see. And I think sometimes you've got to give the fans what you want. And if you are going to give them Strowman versus Reigns, and Reigns going to be booed, let Reigns be a massive prick. <laughs> it, it would make sense. <clears throat> uh, I was I was listening to Jim Jim Cornette on, uh, on uh, Roman Reigns, and he was saying something along the lines of, like, Roman just needs to become a heel and just, just get tired of everyone's booing and everyone's constant nonsense that they're throwing his way <clears throat> and just not care about anyone else and just stop being like family man all that just just himself just throwing the just being a being a prick basically yeah. and just being a selfish selfish bastard and i think that that is that is the route to go for him absolutely especially, I can definitely see him. especially when he comes out on raw wearing a gold rolex i'm like <laughs> i'm like what is this <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, who backstage didn't go, Roman, take your flipping expensive gold ring. That's not relatable. That, a baby not face, a, a baby face has got to be relatable. So I look at Roman Reigns, right? Good looking dude. I think that's fair. Good looking dude. Yeah. Good, good wrestler. Attractive wife. Lovely child. What am I feeling sorry for here? Loads of money. <laughs> Famous money. wrestler. It, I don't understand what they think. Like, even with John Cena. John Cena, and I, I want to get your opinions on John Cena in a second, but John Cena to me, no matter what you think, he comes across, he's got this nice guy aura to him. He just does, I think. No matter if you get it from his wrestling or outside of wrestling, John Finner feels like a good dude. I'm not saying Roman Reigns doesn't, I think he does too, but he comes across like he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder as well. And that is, and that's where the, the sort of the, the difference lies. But yeah, tell me about John Cena, man, because you must have had a, an interesting relationship with him given when you started watching wrestling. Yeah, um, the most memorable TV match that I can remember was Triple H versus John Cena. I don't even know if it was like a, I don't know if it was significant in history, right? If it was just a random ass match, but I was just running around the living room going crazy watching it because they were feuding at the time, <clears throat> and I was like, I don't like John Cena. Triple H is my man. Let's go. Yeah, uh, I don't even know. What the finish to that was but for john cena uh i've he's he's in an interesting position now because from a lot of what i see recently he just seems more like he's just he's just a dick <laughs> he just, just like roman reigns's promo he'll just be like oh go on go on i'll wait and i'll be like oh God, i hate you so much <laughs> and 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 uh, watching shinsuke uh can can shasha I cannot say that. Neither can, uh, dude, Kinshasa. Neither can I, man. I get destroyed every week on ups and downs. So don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. Sorry, dude. Go on. Uh, but uh, when he got hit out of the ring for the Royal Rumble, I was like, oh, this is what I need. Oh, really? So you liked it? it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what did you think of uh, Nakamura's heel turn? I love it. He, it, it, it makes a lot more sense because he does all of these weird little movements and just saying... I don't speak English. That was the, it's it's such a douche. Move. It's so good. My worry, he obvious. He speaks perfect. He knows exactly what's going on. I've he had... just does not want. It's just stuff like that. It's it's not it's not super 
evil. Like he's not doing any sort of Cain fire and hell sort of things, but it's just so many things that are just, just you, you just want to punch him in the face for it. it like <laughs> why keep going from a man? It is nuts. Like <laughs> my, pub, my my only worry he, is though is that people are liking it. They like the they they like the I can't speak English. They like the fact that he keeps punching AJ Styles in the balls. <laughs> And I'm worried now that he's kind of got that stuff over in a popular way, which is really weird. I I hope in the next few weeks he does something that's like really heelish. Like I hope that he does something that's not that's not funny like that because that was really funny. But I'd rather have him do something that's like, oh, you you are just you're just the worst. What, what would you? Because having AJ be a superhero and then having Shinsuke be that just dastardly villain i think that would be an, a great a great feud moving yeah. forward give me a scenario what does he do like just beat the shit out of aj or something or i think maybe hmm. i think him destroying rusev at some random point not yeah, even yeah, yeah, related yeah. to like aj just rusev day just destroying everything about that i think that would be a nice because if if a uh, Dane O'Brien and AJ, if their feud continues like immediately, <clears throat> then it'd be nice to see Shinsuke just just take out people for no like just going to random matches, going to like jobber matches and just destroying people and just just taking everyone out, but like in just a douchey way. I don't even know if that was if that's like the like the best route to go, but that was just all off, off the top of the head. So he could. I'm sure. I'm sure WWE creative can uh, can uh, sit down and think of more ways. But I think him just just going on on a rampage of just doing dastardly stuff would be wild. Absolutely. I I, I think. I mean, would it? I, hang on. I think it depends what they do with his music, right? Because we ha- we haven't we haven't heard we, yeah we haven't heard his music since he's turned hill, and I think that's a conscious decision because everyone's like, uh, guys, everybody <laughs> loves his music and everybody loves his entrance. Also, we gave him a really good entrance at WrestleMania. What do we do? <laughs> and I, I honestly think they have to change his music, but I think that's good because that will piss off the crowd, and then you're kind of you know heading in the right direction. Exactly. I was thinking about his uh, music yesterday. I was like, ah, he, it's so good. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, Bobby Roode too, and I was like. I love both of their uh, entrances so much. It's like hard to, it's hard to get past that and be like, oh, well, he's playing a shit character right now, so I should, I should be booing him right now. But it's like, ah, glorious. You just, you just shake out and keep going. <laughs> I, I, I think he's got to turn heel. When he came out as the fifth man in that ten man tag on Raw, which was the main Luke event, if you don't Warm. know. I mean, to say the least, because he just doesn't work as a face. It's like it's one of these weird things where the song is over. But he is over, but the song is popular. I wouldn't necessarily say that he is popular. And I think we need to. Um, yeah, I just think he's a better heel. I think we need to turn him heel, and I don't. I mean, what does he even do now on Raw? What do you do with Bobby Roode? I really don't know. I think he's a great, don't get me wrong, he's a great wrestler. I think his gimmick works and all that kind of stuff. I just don't know what you do with him. Who does he feud with? Where does he go? Does he go into the IC title picture? Do we even want to see that? Do we put him in a tag team? We know, you know, Beer Money, they were pretty good. I don't, I don't literally have no idea what you do with Bobby Roode. And I think that's worrying because I think that begins he could get lost in the shuffle. I don't want that either. Yeah, maybe he could. Every time that I think of a heel feuding with, with someone, I'm just like, Rusev Day. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a bad move if uh if um Shinsuke stays with AJ right now, seeing seeing Rusev Day, and then having hit and then having Rude's um old heelish ways where he's just he's just an expensive exclusive or um like an executive. He has the suit and all of that, just just like on the phone, fuck you all. I'm the best. If if he brings that. Then that could work work well against Rusev Day. I think so. What, which, what, what's your opinion on Rusev? We've mentioned him a lot. Are we are we are we, are we up with him? Are we down with him? Oh, we, oh, we are we we are all on Rusev Day. <laughs> all on Rusev Day. Good. <laughs> that I'm man like, is so funny. <laughs> it really is. I cannot believe that WWE is so insistent on keeping him heel. When he came it's, out, and he came out SmackDown to take on AJ Styles. And he was just a heel. And him and Aiden English were ragging on the fans. I was like, what is going <laughs> so on? so weird. What is going on? It was so weird. And then we have the tag team match later on between, um, it was Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles versus uh, versus Rusev Day. And they're just so obviously heels. And the crowd, <laughs> the crowds are wearing Rusev Day merch and cheering for him. It's like, what is going Dude, on? I don't get it. it. Is, it's such a weird dynamic just hearing them 
go crazy for Rusev Day, and then just seeing Aiden English stop the match and just start stomping on. Like I was like, this, this, they don't want to do this. We we know they don't want to do this. Well, yeah, like, it just feels it just felt weird. It, it is weird. I don't get. I don't think they're going to turn him face anytime soon either. And now no. he's back in the casket match at the Greatest Raw Rumble leader. <laughs> it was in it, got taken out. And now he's back in it. So I makes don't, no sense. I, I don't know what's going. I don't know what is going on there. Um, it's 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 weird. I mean, I guess you could argue that he is a face because he gets cheered. But I really, I really would prefer it if WWE went all in with it. I think that'd be far better. Yeah. But, but hey, here we go. I just realized as well, like I said, this is going to be a podcast where we jump all, all over the place. It's just the nature of the superstar shakeup. But we mentioned yeah, yeah. the name John Cena. I don't want to hang on this point too long. I don't like talking about people's personal lives, but I feel like I, I'm not doing justice to the podcast if I don't mention it. Yes. <laughs> In yeah, the last right. week, John Cena and Nikki Bella did split up. Is it a work? Is it not a work? I don't know. What I do know is, A, I now understand how people feel where like other celebrities break up. I never really understood. <laughs> like when Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie broke up, I was like, well, it's horrible because I don't want, I wouldn't wish pain on anyone, but it's none right. of my business. But this time I was like, literally read that story. I was like, no, no, it can't. <laughs> I was like, why do I care about this? But it's, I, a, it's I, a tragedy. I, well, I guess we saw it at WrestleMania, right? So you do invest right. a little bit. Like you are, it was like, oh, that's nice. That's a lovely little, you know, that's a lovely little thing. But yes, I mean, that. Happened. I don't know if you want to pass any comment on it, Pierre. I'm all right with that. But if you want to say something, you're more than welcome. Uh, the WWE made their carrot made their marriage kayfabe, so uh, seeing their breakup was a little weird. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the thing. That's I mean, about, that's we, about it. We do you watch Total Divas or anything like that? Nope. <laughs> Dude, I won't. I, I watch it, man. I won't. Like, I haven't watched it in the years now. I, but there no was problem, there really. was there was a time I, don't I watch smashed any TV, it. Really? Well, I don't. That's the thing. I don't really watch TV, but I watch Total Divas, and I'm like, <laughs> you're such a loser, Simon. Uh, right. Let's let's get let's get back to Raw before I forget. Let's talk about the women because Natalia came mm-hmm. over to Raw. Um, they had that little segment with Ronda Rousey. Was surprised to see Ronda Rousey on Raw. Absolutely. Um, I it's weird. I didn't like it at first. Because I was like, I actually gave it a down on ups and downs. And I was, maybe in retrospect, I was wrong. Because I didn't like it because it felt weird to me. Where all of a sudden, Natty Neidhart and uh, you know Ronda Rousey being friends. Uh, you know, Natty Neidhart went to take on... Oh, who the hell did she take on? She Where's my notes? Um, she took Liv on Morgan? Liv Morgan, yes. Because obviously the Riot, yeah. squad, the Riot Squad have come over to, um, to Raw as well. So we had that and Natalia wins and the Riot Squad beat her up. And Ronda Rousey comes out to make the save. And they're all friendly. And I was like, what is this? Why is this goody two-shoe nonsense? <laughs> but then, then I realized, okay, yes, if they are actually heading into a feud between Natty Neidhart and Ronda Rousey, actually, you know, if Ronda Rousey's going to be on Raw more often than not, maybe that's not the worst feud in the world for her to start because she doesn't have the hoopla of WrestleMania. She doesn't have all the, the, the smoke and mirrors that we had in that match. Maybe it's, it will be a good match and they're friends outside the ring, so maybe that makes sense. So I actually wasn't too down on it after the fact, so I kind of got that one wrong. In terms of protecting Ronda Rousey, I think it's the best route to go because you're going <clears throat> against Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville, who are uh, just mid card basically. Um, and then you have uh, Natty, who 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 uh, trained with her, so it'll be easier. She'll feel more at home wrestling with that because we need to see her have like a proper wrestling match. Not not, not to say that the Stephanie one wasn't, but like Stephanie. Like we need to see, you know, you know, back and forth, yeah, from her and see what see what uh, she can really do. Which I'm pretty sure she can she can do it a plus, judging from that debut. But um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a good move for her, and I think it'll keep her not in the highlight of uh, Raw to where everything that she does wrong is is uh, gonna be magnified. So if she messes up, it'll be kind of um, easier to taken as a mainstream just because it's a it's not as high of a profile i think yeah i think and that's basically where, and that's the thing we need uh this is almost like the match for wrestling fans right that's kind yeah, of yeah, and I, yeah. I think i think i was a little bit harsh in it but honestly dude i, I really missed that one i'm usually quite apt to or at least i'm usually quite on that stuff i usually pick it up i didn't pick it up at all i did not see a natty Neidhart ronda rousey feud and after it's like oh yeah of course of course that's what it is <laughs> So I actually like it. What do you think? Uh, WrestleMania in general, we'll, we'll touch on just as we're here. What did you think of Ronda Rousey at Mania and Mania as a whole? Because it's only a couple of weeks removed. We're still in that you know, Mania season. Oh, yeah. Ronda was the highlight for me 
I I was so shocked. I I was I thought she would she would be like okay. I didn't think it would be the best match um, on the card in my opinion. At least I I had the most fun watching it. I was like, oh Stephanie, really? Oh man, it was. <laughs> watching Stephanie defend the hard part, I was dying laughing because I watch um, a lot of MMA too. <clears throat> so I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Stephanie McMahon, wow, really? She should go. Should go. Go for the bantamweight belt. <laughs> I was like, dude, she can block arm bars, man. So yeah, but uh, just in general, <clears throat> I liked. I liked most of WrestleMania. I was getting so tired by the Roman Reigns match. I was. I was already in bed, just like eyes barely open. Like yeah. Brock Lesnar won. Okay, <laughs> and then I was like, eh, turn off. It was. Uh, it's a long show, man. Like it's. Uh, yeah. It's tough. It's tough to watch. I watched the least. the, uh, the kickoff too, so I was I was done. <laughs> well, I actually think the kickoff's really fun because you're so excited about Mania, it kind of wins you over, right? Or at least it certainly did. Yeah. Me. I was like, oh, brilliant. Yeah. You know, that, that really got me. I really liked the the, the men's battle. Well, well I, I liked it once we got a lot of the people out of the ring. But yeah, yeah. I, I, gen- <laughs> I genuinely was like, yeah, this is great. And then, yeah, by the end of the show, I was just, oh, I was just so worn out. It's, uh, it's, it was difficult. Uh, you mentioned MMA as well. Let's just do a quick segue here. Conor McGregor, <laughs> what, are, what are your opinions? Oh, man. That man he's he's going to fight. Oh. He's going to fight. Dana yeah. White said he's going to fight Khabib. And I'm like, how? How can he Dana fight White, Khabib? Because money, man. They, oh, it's oh, yeah. it's, they, don't, they don't care about anything. <laughs> oh, he, like... When I heard that he had injured, uh, well, he's prevented three fights on the card. I was like, you have to be done with the UFC, right? Like, like uh, Dana's really not gonna not so, gonna yeah. let that slide. Nope. <laughs> I think Dana didn't want to let it slide, but I think whoever <clears throat> whoever handles the up up of the of uh, the UFC, which I think uh, I forgot who uh, who would who would who bought them out, but like, but whoever uh, had like bought them. Yeah, yeah, but they they see dollar signs with uh, Connor, so they're like, "Yeah, you're definitely gonna let that man do whatever he wants." Yep. So he has a he has a he has a free pass to do whatever he wants. Basically, after doing that and still being able to fight in the same year, yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, tell me about man. So IMG, not EMG, IMG. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Right, let's talk about Dolph Ziggler and uh, and Drew McIntyre. Now, I, I see a huge upside in Drew McIntyre. I really, really do. I, mean, I think this is, this is kind of the person that we were sold on, uh, what was it, five, six years ago? Whenever he was the chosen one. Probably even longer than that now, I imagine. Were you watching it then when Drew McIntyre was first around? I, rem- I remember Drew, Drew, Drew McIntyre, yeah. I, was, yeah. I, I think he was just like just, just another guy back then because yeah. he had, like, he didn't have the. Uh, the manly beard and he wasn't you know uh, he was all he was all baby faced up but uh yeah I, I was like okay he's he's cool and v- yeah vince vince kept on talking about well not vince but like like in general they're like the uh the uh prophecy kid he's the he's 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 the one I'm like, yeah that's okay, right yeah let's just let's just relax a little bit <laughs> it was a bit much right a lot to put on somebody's yeah. shoulders however yeah. I, I think now he is that guy Oh you know, yeah, he looks like a champion. Yeah, and I think he, he looks like a champion. And he acts like a champion, and he is a champion. He's just, he's just the best. He's just yeah. the best. So I, um, I, I really do. Uh, I, I think he's got something. But we're putting him with Dolph Ziggler for a while, and genuinely, I'm all right with it if they go on a mini tag team run because, as we've discussed, they need tag teams. And so mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's terrible. Unfortunately, this got ruined for me. I saw maybe it was on Squared Circle or somewhere. Somebody said, imagine you switch the roles of Big Cass and Drew McIntyre. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> and would be so good. If Drew McIntyre been oh, the guy to, like, you know, man. feud with Daniel Bryan. I'd be like, oh, that's so good. And then I was kind of like, okay, now I'm disappointed. However, that didn't happen. I actually don't mind Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. That's my I don't opinion. mind it at all, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, interesting, because a lot of people do. And yet here we are, two people, different people, and we both agree, I think it's all right. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, Simon, whatever you say. <laughs> well, nah, dude, look, you can argue with me as much as you want. But I just oh, think, no, 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 yeah, no. I, yeah. Ju- I just think it's I a good, it. yeah, I just think it, well, I, I think it's interesting, and hopefully, fucking hell, hopefully, no need to swear there whatsoever, but I did, hopefully, <laughs> uh, this, this helps Dolph Ziggler as well, because he needs it. There's no two ways about it. He absolutely needs it. Absolutely. Yeah, but we will see. He deserves, when he had... 
he had one victory recently on SmackDown. It was probably a couple months ago. But I was like, oh, are they doing? It was it was before Fastlane. I forgot who he was facing. <clears throat> I think it was Baron Corbin or something. I think like that. it was. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, they, they all blur into one. It was to get into the to the match. I, I, I think. But yes, when, yes, uh, he you're had right, won yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. So so when um, he had won that, I was like, oh yes, Dolph. The the best seller there is, well, well, one of. But just watching that man flop is just in- incredible. But I think he's worked hard, and at some point, I'd like to see him. I like to see. Well, he's on he's on Raw now. I was about to say him and Jeff Hardy, but <laughs> that's that's not that's not possible right now. But, Unfortunately, not. They took him away. I'll be all right with it. I think see him as a tag team. Give Dolph Ziggler a bit of a push. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew McIntyre, I think, has just got money written all over him. Oh. Um, he, he's giant as well. He's fucking, my gosh, he's giant. He's a tall guy. <laughs> he's a, he's like 6'5 or something like that. Oh, yeah, man. he's like 6'5. He just goes up. Um, yeah, <laughs> after this, we went into, I know we jumped around, but I mean, actually, after this one, we went into the whole Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe stuff. Now, I love Samoa Joe. I already know you love Samoa Joe by what you said. Uh, I love what he did on Raw. I love what he did on SmackDown. I thought he cut two amazing promos. I completely believe he's going to beat everybody up. However, we're only going to get one match with him at Backlash, maybe for the Universal title. He's not going to beat Roman Reigns. Let's be realistic, especially now he's on SmackDown. I just can't see it yeah. happening. So, two, yeah, two questions. How do you feel about Roman Reigns now after the whole Brock Lesnar WrestleMania stuff? And also, how do we book uh, Samoa Joe? Because to me, Samoa Joe, uh, it goes after Jeff Hardy. That's that's just what I see. I see a Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, something like that. I mean, that's my gut feeling because I think you've got to hold off Samoa Joe for the world title picture until AJ and Nakamura have their stuff done. But if then if Nakamura wins the belt, you've got to hold it off longer because you're not going to have Joe versus Nakamura if they're both heels. So to me, he's got to go after a belt. The uh, you know the Universal title's on uh, on on SmackDown now. But yeah, talk to me about Roman Reigns first because you mentioned you liked him, and then talk to me about Samoa Joe. So Roman, I like I like Roman Reigns because he's well. I like his look first. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm with, with you. The, I'm with with you. the vest and all of that. I like it. I like how he looks as a wrestler. Uh, I don't like that he, his his uh, move set. It's it's kind of it's kind of bland. I don't know if that's that's like a uniform opinion, but like he's got the spear. Well, I think it was apparent in the the Brock Lesnar match especially. It was just Superman punch, Superman punch, spear, spear. Yeah, not Superman the, punch. it wasn't the best laid out thing ever. Yeah, but um I think he's he's a very capable wrestler, that's for damn sure. He can he can his uh, match with uh Samoa Joe, it was either last year or, well it uh, had to be last year. <clears throat> that was on a raw, that was a great match. I think he has a lot of potential, but with where he's at right now, especially with the with the universe, it's mm, I, I don't know what what's your, what you're gonna do to to make those people like him because some people will hate him for whatever he does, no matter how good, bad, and different it is. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 he's a lost cause for many people, man. Yeah. Um, and what yeah. about Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe, oh, I, his, his, <laughs> all of his promos are just so venom. Like I love when uh, somebody really sounds vicious when they're saying what they're saying. And when uh, on his SmackDown promo, when he was like AJ Styles, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this man, this man is wild. He is. You believe it, right? <laughs> you just believe oh, it. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Because he he has the face. He has the face that he will just wreck you, and then he just does it. Sin Cara looked, he looked so helpless. <laughs> I mean, I talk, like, oh man. Talk about Sin Cara. Like, where the hell has he been? He <laughs> <laughs> just came back. I was like, oh, okay, there he is. Right, okay, good. So strange, yeah. so strange. Um, but no, I, I agree with you, man. I think uh, Roman is, as we said, is, is in a weird spot. Um, and Samojo is just, is just the best. He just is. I just absolutely, Simply. <laughs> I absolutely love him. Uh, I mean the Breezango stuff, I was going to talk about that. I mean, I've got, the, I didn't get it at the time, but then the bar went to SmackDown. I was like, okay, they're just losing on the yeah, way out. So I was right, like, yeah, right. you know, fine, whatever. It doesn't really mean anything. And then, yeah, then we had, we had the 10 man tag, which, uh, who the hell was it? It was the Miz and mm. who the hell and, and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and they were going and, against uh, the Miz. Yeah, going against Bobby Roode, uh, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Bobby Seth Lashley. Rollins, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was those, it was those five. Yeah, and it was fine. Like it was just a basic way to send Miz off to SmackDown. You know, the Miz yeah. turned yeah. on him. Okay, whatevs. 
You know, it's like, but I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. I mean, Bobby Lashley, I'm surprised. I thought maybe he would go to SmackDown, even though he's only just come back. I thought maybe that was a better fit. I do like Bobby Lashley, though. But again, lukewarm. Everyone just wanted to see Strowman. They really did. Yeah. Yeah, it's so obvious that you just got to push Strowman to the moon at this point because he, he, he just just overshadowed some of your biggest talent yeah. by, like, a long shot. Yeah. So if the crowd's reacting like that, I mean, they only want to see one thing, and they want to see Roman Reigns' head on a, on, a, on a stake with Braun Strowman smiling right in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, point. that's it, man. I mean, do you – What's your um? What's the word I'm looking for? What's your exposure to Bobby Lashley? I guess you never saw him in WWE, but you must have seen him in TNA or Impact or something. Uh, I've I've only seen well. I used to watch a bit of TNA back back in uh, I don't even know when. Uh, I I knew AJ Styles from from then. Um, but Bobby Lashley, I've only seen a couple clips of 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 him. I didn't even know that his finisher w- was the uh, spear until like a week ago. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's his thing. <laughs> but uh, I think the headband looks looks pretty funny. I like it. <laughs> it makes his head, it's so it makes weird. His head look like a like a like a one of those rolling deodorant sticks. <laughs> one of true. those things. <laughs> it's true. I think that's why I like it. It's just so weird. It's <laughs> yes. like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> But you can't say anything about it because he'll, he'll beat your ass. Oh, man, yeah, he'll kill you. He'll absolutely kill yeah. you. I like him, though. I just think we need to get oh, into yeah. program quickly and, uh, yeah, 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 and get some uh, get some stuff sorted. But no, I like Bobby. I've always liked Bobby Lashley. I think he's all Do right. you think him and, him and Elias are going to feud? I, I guess so, man. I mean, why not? Elias has got nothing to do with that. That just means Elias gets de- destroyed. There's yeah, no way they're booking. I, There's I no love way. Elias. Elias is one of my favorite wrestlers. One hundred, like like mid card top doesn't matter. I love everything. He's so, oh man, yeah, he's he, so he's so witty. He won me over, man. I tell you, he won me over. I didn't think for a while. I was like, yeah, and I was like, now you got me. You've absolutely got me. I love him. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, he can like really him. he can really turn the crowd with the quickness. Yeah, he's got it, man. It's I just... tell you, he's absolutely got it. Um, So, uh, we kind of mentioned SmackDown a bit as well. I mean, just to go through the people we haven't mentioned, Manny Rose and Sonya Deville have gone to SmackDown, kind of makes sense. Uh, Actually, who am I kidding? We do need to talk about this. So, yes, Daniel Bryan was backstage cutting a promo saying that he saved AJ Styles because AJ Styles inspires him. And Big Cass came up and basically said, you're small. (laughs) And then then we had a tag team match at the end of the night, which you mentioned, and it finished with Nakamura giving AJ Styles a low blow. And Big Cass came up and he big booted Daniel Bryan in the face. So, we're getting a Big Cass-Daniel Bryan feud. And we just are. Whether you want it or not, we're getting it. It's, it, it's, it's, it's a going. Yeah, maybe it ties into The Miz. I don't know. I, maybe. I don't hate it because, as I said, I said on ups and downs, I, I remember Daniel Bryan saying he wanted to work with these kind of people. He wanted to work with the Heath Slaters of the world. He wanted to get those people over. He wanted to make them better. And Big Cass fits into that category. So if this makes Daniel Bryan happy, who am I to get mad about it? That's kind of the situation I see it as. I see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I- I I don't dislike Big Cass. I think if you're gonna put anyone along like uh on um the other side of Daniel Bryan, I think putting somebody like a Big Cass that's a that's a great move because visually he yeah. looks so much bigger and, and he's a heel. So if you don't know much about him, then you're like, well, he's a he's a big dude and he looks like he's he's doing some some he's he's a mean guy. But I think working with him, hope. hope I don't like Big Cass. Like, I don't like the look of him, really. He just looks like a really tall, lanky... <laughs> I don't know. It's just... <laughs> he just looks... Uh, uh, Gangly. To me, but... <laughs> exactly. But I think him just removing himself as far away from the Enzo stuff as possible yeah, is yeah. the best move. And with the with the Daniel Bryan feud, I think that can just be... That could be a nice little springboard if he, if he does uh, well in the feud. Yeah, dude, I'm with you, man. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'm happy to see how it, uh, how 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 it plays out. So uh, yeah. Anyway, he's on SmackDown now. Uh, we mentioned Big Cass, Oscar. Of course, Oscar is on oh, is on SmackDown yeah. now as well. And, uh, I mean, the women's division on SmackDown is very good. I mean, Becky Lynch, Oscar, and Charlotte on the same. Uh, you know, it looks like it's going to be um, uh, Carmella and the Iconics going against Charlotte, Oscar, and Becky Lynch for a while. Or maybe they right. break off into something. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I, I, d- I definitely don't know how I feel about losing Oscar's streak at this stage, given that Charlotte mm. lost. I mean, that all feels a bit muddy to me now. 
But hey, I, I'm sure there's a plan. I actually quite like Oscar on uh, on SmackDown, so it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I think it's it's not the same thing as the Braun Strowman tag title thing, but I think ending the uh, streak and then having Charlotte lose her title was just starting off a new WWE season. But I don't know if that was the right decision because you could have carried on the streak for sure. And then with Charlotte Flair, I assume I had I had Oscar winning at the at a at a WrestleMania, but as soon as I saw the way Charlotte Flair looked, as like uh she was in the ring, she did something with her arms and she like uh put them out and then she had a glare and I was like, oh, that's a champion. Yeah, I agree. She is she's about to win it, and then yeah. I just switched it right then and then, boom, one two three, one one two three, tap tap tap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was I was kind of disappointed she didn't she didn't break out of it at least once. It was just like as soon as it came, I was in, there was nothing she could do. She didn't really try to get out of it too much. Which I mean, these are these are uh, these are little issues. I thought the uh, match was like great, great like overall. But I was like, yeah, all right. Well, we'll see what Oscar does now. If she comes out, well, she's out as a as a face right now, which is okay. But I I would I would like to see her come out like just angry, just like. Rah! But I mean, seeing after. Uh, Charlotte was ready for Oscar. After that, I mean, she'll she'll stay a face for now. I think. I think I just rambled. Nah, dude, I agree with you. But I, I agree with you, man. What, it needs to be something. We need some edge in the women's division. We have got the talent now. We need yeah. some edge. Um, we will see. And then, yeah, from NXT, we've got Sanity coming up. A lot of mm-hmm. people upset the Nikki Cross like that. No, I'm, Nikki Cross. But yeah. I'm I'm all right with it because now she can shine. Do you know what I mean? She can be a single star in NXT. Maybe she goes against Shayna Baszler for the title. I think that's a match I want to see. I think I'd enjoy it. So I'm all right. I genuinely am all right with it. I don't think it's much like Carmella when she separated from Big Cass. It only benefited her. And I think this will benefit her too. Genuinely. She would have been in sort of like a Mistourage position where she was just always following the guys and just, I mean, she would have been a singles competitor as well, but like, yep. I don't think it would have been as big of an impact as her staying in NXT. Hopefully, coming up soon because she seems ready whenever. But um, but the NXT women's division needs a lot of a lot of women right now. Um, but I think she's just <clears throat> she she well, Sanity can do well without her regardless. I think Vince looks at Sanity like those like just three guys. Boom, they can do it on their own. Nikki Cross wasn't like she wasn't necessary. She's a nice addition, of course, but uh, she wasn't necessary to the core of Sanity. So no, I, I think agree. It was a good move. I do, I'm with you, man. I think we're in the minority there, but I 100% agree with you. Uh, I really, really do. And obviously, Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega are coming up. Oh, I love us. Oh, um, yeah, exactly. El yeah. Idolo. Oh, God. I love, I love so much. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I am I'm 100% with you. I think it's a great move. Again, much like. Uh, uh, Jeff Hardy, there's more room to breathe on SmackDown. I think he can really, really sort of get stuck in there. And I'm, exci- oh, yeah. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm excited to see where they go. I think it's going to be... Uh... I'd love to see him with the US title at some point. Yeah, me too, Not right man. now, but at some point, I'd... oh, man. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So that, I mean, that was kind of it. That's, you know, that was the Superstar shake-up, I think. I think it was decent. I didn't really want one beforehand, but now we've got it. I actually think it makes Raw and SmackDown more interesting. I'm looking forward to the show. So, yeah. Oh, uh, one thing that I completely forgot about was the the um the Usos and the uh Bludgeon Brothers. Of course, yeah. That weird yeah. that weirdness. <laughs> it's I, <laughs> the Bludgeon Brothers I mean I love the Usos. They're they're probably my uh favorite tag team. Yeah. Right now. But like it's just it's just kinda weird seeing the Bludgeon Brothers just come in and they're just destroying everyone and it's with with the new division, there will be a, a lot more challenges. But like, I think I think WWE did a good job of like setting a bunch of chess pieces or like uh, setting up a bunch of potential things. But it could go really good or it could go really bad. I think. I agree. But I like I I, I wasn't one hundred percent sure on the whole Naomi thing. I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah, just yeah, because yeah. I, I get it. I get we don't want to. I, I don't want to see men on women violence at all. I really don't. But. At the same time, you do have these two crazy dudes called the Bludgeon Brothers, <laughs> and they just walked off. So that was a bit like, well, it doesn't really make sense, but okay, it, it, it's okay. Yeah. I, I think we could have just... been a, 
if like if like Big E came out and like defended Naomi, that would have been fine. To where uh, Luke Harper and like Eric Rowan looked like looked like they were about to do something, but then yes. if uh, somebody yeah. saved them, that would have been nice. Yeah, or just don't put Naomi out there or something like. Yeah, that, you yeah. Know. But yeah, obviously from the from the women's Royal Rumble or, or from yeah. the women's Battle Royale to yeah, uh, almost getting destroyed by the Blood Brothers. It's, it's, it's really good winning those Battle Royales, isn't it? Really, uh, <laughs> <laughs> really uh, takes you over. <laughs> incredible i had naomi winning it i don't even know how did you why dude nah, yes, that's a good call I, man I was, I was so confused i was like she 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 did it <laughs> yeah. i was like bailey won and i was like is that naomi are you kidding because <laughs> <laughs> i was just a joke pick i was like i like naomi she was the uh smackdown champion when i started watching so boom wow. give it to her and then dude, she got it you absolutely smashed it man that's a great shout that is a great shout uh, before we do kind of wrap this up as well, we do have to mention that uh, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, uh, Bruno San Martino did pass away. Right, uh, right. Now, I think a lot of people listen to this sort of know maybe his name, but don't know sort of the impact he had on professional wrestling. Obviously, I didn't either in the sense of I had to go back and watch him. And I don't mean recently, I mean sort of a few years ago as I, as I got older and, and the network and all stuff like that. Um, well, not the network, it's not on there much. But my point being is that he is... Uh, he, he's the Hulk Hogan of his era or the Stone Cold Steve Austin of his era if you want a... Uh, Eight eight years exactly man and really did save the company i mean you could argue without him we wouldn't have wwe today because it wouldn't exist so um you know and it's 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 a huge loss like it's uh you know it's like any kind of legend any any sport or a celebrity dying it's uh it's just one of those things where you can say yeah he's 82 years old so you know that's just how life works but you know it is the equivalent of a hulk hogan or rick flair or or macho man when he passed away like it really you know, it kind of, or, or you know, Roddy Piper or, or Dusty Rhodes. Like, you could even argue that he transcends all of those people, given that he was right. the forebearer to, to so much of this. So, I thought it would be, uh, it would be a miss not to at least mention that before, uh, yeah, before this episode ends. I mean, how much sort of exposure have you had to someone like? Uh, I guess you just know him through just the history that WWE puts out there, which is really all you can do. It's, it's hard to find anything. Pretty much, uh, I I was watching uh, whatever video they had they had put out either yesterday or today on uh, on their um youtube page but yeah. besides that i don't know too much about him but i heard about his him from like a random podcast that i listened to that's about music and i was like huh they i'm so surprised that they're talking about wrestling of like all things right now it was it was very left field but, but like that just shows that he had a hit a big impact and being the being the top guy for that long and just constantly having the belt that that had to be a, a crazy time selling out madison square garden just multiple times that's that's that that's big impact huge man for sure i mean the fact that they sort of you know madison square garden had like uh, uh, uh i can't be the right word that sort of something on their big screen or whatever you want to call it sums it up and you know the fact that it kind of you know lots of news sites ran it and yeah he was you know he was a superstar when he lost it when he lost the title after eight years that yeah madison's great guy went silent they didn't know what to do so it's like the undertaker wow. he was like the undertaker losing yeah, no right, one knew yeah. what to do um so yeah i, I thought uh, we had to mention it he's a, he's a huge deal uh, oh yeah like pierre did i definitely go out and watch the youtube video and just research him because he's fascinating if nothing else i don't necessarily believe into this whole oh, you've got to study the business you do whatever makes you happy however mm-hmm. uh i think if you did do this with bruno san martino you'd be very taken aback he was a uh, yeah a, a trailblazer in this industry we know called pro wrestling so yeah i wanted yeah to, yeah I that's what to, it looks like for yeah, sure i wanted to touch upon that right is there anything else you'd like to talk about pierre before we send this podcast off into itunes land, uh, into iTunes land. that's what i call it now, um yeah. i i i would talk about everything for hours and hours <laughs> but i mean in terms of the uh the uh superstar uh shakedown wait <laughs> What? Whatever it's called. Uh, Shakedown, shake what, up, yes. draft, <laughs> shake whatever it's called these days. Oh man, it's a robbery. It's called a hundred <laughs> things, man. Um, nah, I think I think we uh did a pretty good job covering the bases. I think so, man. I think I think we've put that to bed. Uh, and we'll have to get you back on, dude. We'll have to get you back on at some point. Oh, so for we, sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. Went to uh, you know to, to see what's going on in the world of wrestling. So uh, <laughs> where can people come find you if they want to talk to you about wrestling? So I just made a twitter handle probably well it was about five minutes before starting this podcast amazing <laughs> i dude. was like i was like because i was thinking about this i was like i need to have somewhere to like direct people <laughs> so you can find me on twitter at dbp704 there you go everyone go for I, it. so go on man. I, yeah 
uh, I, I'm following like 66 people. I have zero followers right now because obviously I just made it. So if that thing goes up, I'll be like, wow. Are you following me? I, I am following you. Let me, I'm going to yes. find you right now. I'm going to find you right now. Where are I hanging? And this is the stupid thing. <laughs> I, never, I never look through my followers. DPB704. DPB, yes. Boom, there you go. I'm following you. Done. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Magical. Uh, so everyone go follow her. DPB704. DPB. And uh, dude, I just want to say thank you so much for supporting me on Patreon. It genuinely means the world to me. And I had a lovely time yeah. chatting to you, so thank you very much. No problem, man. Anytime. Absolutely. Again, I'm on Twitter at Simon316. If you want to find me there, make sure you join the Facebook group. Just search for Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Genuinely, loads of chats in there every day. It's a wonderful community. So I, uh, I strongly uh, would suggest you go. We well, don't have to do it if you want, but I think you'll have a good time if you go in there. Uh, <laughs> YouTube.com for it's the Miller Report. It's great, yeah. YouTube.com for the Miller Report rules. If you, for some reason, like watching podcasts on YouTube, it will be up there as well, as well as a load of other dumb stuff. We're about to start playing God of War because why the hell not? And of course, visit. Oh. Oh, oh yes. yeah, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped going out tomorrow to pick up my <laughs> copy. And of course, make sure you head over to What Culture and check all their stuff out. And if you'd like to come on the podcast, it's just patreon.com forward slash Simon316. As I always say, even if you could just throw a dollar my way, it makes all this stuff a lot easier to keep running. However, Pierre, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. And also, good luck on your wrestling match. Well, next week. I mean, oh. what the F? I've already scored <laughs> what, so I won't swear again. We will do a podcast about the wrestling match. But we'll leave it till next week. Let's let's get to Wednesday next week when I'm only four days out or three days out, and let's talk about it there. I think that'll be more fun. Right now, perfect. I, I can I can forget about it. But we will do a podcast <laughs> about that at some point. <laughs> Terrified is the word. Terrified. Anyway, thank you, thank you very much, for listening everybody. And again, we'll be back at some point this week to do an NXT special and answer your questions. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. And I'll chat to you soon. <laughs>